<laughs> yes. But we've been friends and uh, uh, actually uh, played together in some services back years ago and in uh, some places, amen. But we have a world-class uh, violinist with us today. Amen. I don't know if you, amen, already heard Maurice playing along with us and it just, I love the sound of that violin. It's just anointed. It touches our heart. And uh, so uh, hopefully it'll come through fine on the live streaming. We'll, we'll do all that we can to make that happen. But um, so uh, also, uh, Brother Maurice is an excellent minister of the gospel and uh, just reaching people. You know, it's wonderful how God puts gifts in, in, in each person and maybe one person reaches somebody that the other person will never have contact with. And we got we get the job done. Amen. The Great Commission. And it's wonderful. And so I want you to just give another round of applause to Brother Maurice and thank you. Come and do all that you want to do. Well, glory okay. to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you, brother. Praise the Lord. Amen. I remember hearing your, it's, the, it's a Hammond organ. You yeah. hardly hear that anymore, you know. Well, they but throw them out. I love it. I just, and I remember the old, I love Kenneth Hagin. Absolutely love yes. Brother Hagin. I really do. Yeah. And I, listen, and the, the old, uh, the old, they, I think it was you, cause yeah. I, I knew, I knew, you know, I know that sound and I, I yeah. think it was you. It was you. <laughs> how long were you, um, how long were you with Brother Well, Hagen? officially, uh, uh, you know, turn this back on so we can come through. Officially, I was, uh, there seven years. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Was a part, really a part of the ministry uh, until he went to heaven, so. When I, when I was in, uh, when I was, in school uh, in New York, uh, I was I did I finished my graduate uh, there at Juilliard graduate school, and it was in the mid '80s. And I used to take a bus up to Nanuet, New yeah. York, to is Clinton and Sarah Utterbach. Yeah, did you ever do, right. do you know you, you yes. probably? It's so long, you know. I was just a I was a little a young guy then, you know. But it was just wonder anyway. Hello, shalom, welcome. Sorry, I, I, I just uh, very happy to be here. This was a suddenly, wasn't it? It was. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. I am. By the way, I am engaged uh, uh, to this wonderful lady, uh, Carolyn, and Carolyn's in the back there. And what I would like to do today, Lord, help me is to, uh, uh, I want to play for you uh, 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 kind of a mini concert. And yes. I'm going to do that, uh, so we kind of do half and half. So I'm going to, do you have my Bible up? I have, oh, you did, do you have my Bible? It's in the car? <laughs> I, we we brought everything else. <laughs> so we got to, I need that, but praise the Lord. How many of you know how close we are to the appearing of our Lord? That wonderful moment. You know, when God called me out of classical music, I mean, it's not that I'm ever left totally, but I, 
I, uh, I kind of go in and out. But uh, uh, the first song that he gave me was a song about the blessed hope. I want to talk to you about that this morning. The blessed hope is the great hope that we have that we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. We shall be, that, that heavenly shofar, or the trumpet of God, shall sound. And, you know, in the Handel Messiah, it's, uh, there was, uh, there's a wonderful bass aria. Behold, I sh- tell you a mystery. We shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. In a moment, we shall be changed. Thank you. Well, that was a royal, royal delivery there. <laughs> How many of you love this book? I'm in love with this book. Yes. But it won't do much, do you much good until you get it down inside of you. You know, there's a lot on pulpits here, all over the country and all over the world. They're preaching, but most of them most of them, it goes from their head to the, the pastor to the congregation. And it's all in the head. It doesn't do you any good. There's no life in it until it gets down inside of you. You've got to get God's word inside of it. It has to live. Hallelujah. I am a, yes, I am a uh, Jewish believer in Yeshua. So... In Jesus and God brought me through a lot of stormy paths to get me here. It's a miracle. It's a miracle that there's one Jew on the face of the earth is a miracle. Proves actually Queen Victoria, Benjamin Disraeli was his, uh, was her prime minister in the, you know, hundred something years ago. And he says, Mr. Prime Minister, how do we know for sure? That there really is a God. (laughs) Ma'am, I do not hesitate to answer you. The fact that there is one Jew on the face of the earth proves that there must be a God. (laughs) Why? Because every generation has had a Haman, has had a Hitler, has had a a Minajad. Yeah, every generation. So, for, for the Lord, He did a lot of miracles for a lot of generations. It certainly wasn't, we didn't keep ourselves, you know. Yeah. We blew it. The, the Bible says so. What if, what if your, what if there was an eternal book written about all the dirty laundry of your ancestors? Everything they did. Wrong. <laughs> But you know what? God chose Israel. He did. Well, yeah, but we're, we're, the, we're Israel now. Well, yeah. Yes and no. God made promises to Abraham and his family. And he's the great king. The king of the universe. So if he promises something, he can, he doesn't need your vote on it. You know, he chose Abraham. There's only one reason why God said in the Torah, it says, why God chose Abraham. 
He chose Abraham, it says, because I know that he will command his children after him. By the way, I like that word command. His yeah. children after him. Since when does a child know what's best for them? <laughs> Hallelujah. And that he will keep my covenant, keep my ways. And so, hallelujah, that's a sign and a wonder. The fact that, that we're still here is a sign and wonder. And it also shows that God must have a future. Sure. There's a future for us. Amen. We're not just a time clock. We're, there's two covenants. And I love what Brother Copeland, how he has done that. Uh, so beautifully by saying first covenant and new covenant. And, you know, this is a Jewish book. That was a very Jewish thing to do. <laughs> I'm in love with God's word because it brings me life. So the first song that God gave me uh, it was, I was teaching at ORU, 1991, when the Lord called me into ministry, and he, first song he gave me was a song, We Shall Behold Him, which I'm going to play, uh, to end today. And that's the most anointed song I've ever, I mean, and it's about that moment. And the Lord said to me one time, He said, you are, you are like an alarm clock. And a sign and a wonder, in the sense that, that uh, as a Jewish man who is born again, <laughs> I'm a Jew born anew, <laughs> as Marty Getz sings. As a born again Jewish man, I am proclaiming to you, people get ready. Jesus is coming. Amen. Hey, it took a lot of miracles for a lot of generations to get me to Holiday, Florida, to this church, to tell you, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. I'm a psalmist, you know, believe it or not. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. Now, if you actually knew what it was going to be like, you wouldn't be sitting there going, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> What a moment that is. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> ah. It's a great joy, but it's also a time of judgment. You know, there's three, God, there, there's three, Billy Brim talks about it, there's three different people groups, right? The Jewish people, the church, and them heathens. Everybody else. <laughs> the unbelieving nations. Yes. 
them heathens. God help them. You know, I, the one thing I've never been able to figure out is why don't people want God? Why don't they? Especially my relatives or whatever, you know. Well, what, my family wasn't just, uh, my family was not just lost. We were blown to smithereens, you know. But God is faithful. That promised. Yes, sir. Um, I have a healing ministry, but, and that's why someone's hurting in their back right now, and God just wants you to receive. Where are you? Oh, Gail. These are my friends, Gail and Al Barrett, and it was, it's been 20 years. I stayed with you. Well, come here, hon. Just come stand up for a minute. Yeah, the right, the right, actually my whole lower back began to hurt. So come here just a minute. And that means it, it, he interrupts me so I can do this. So just, hallelujah. What? Yeah. Gail is my Jewish sister. Of, uh, yeah, I'm about to do that. What was, oh, I think it's fixed. There you go. What was wrong? And then down my right leg. Feels better. Isn't that wonderful? I didn't actually need to, I didn't actually need to, was word of knowledge. Yeah, I didn't actually need to do that, but that gets you, I just wanted to dance actually. <laughs> is that better? I want you know what I'd like to, he uh, Al is um he is an expert on like canvases and sailboats and I want to and I saw those pictures I want to go sailing and fishing with you sometime. Can we do that? Now that I'm a Floridian. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, and someone has had a for for a number of years, uh, headaches, but it, it's like severe, it's like a migraine type headache and it's debilitating, but it, it's leaving you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, Praise God. this is the day, this is the hour that I am preparing my bride. Before a world that doesn't know me, this is the time, says the Lord, to enter into that secret place, enter into that ark of safety, the place of abiding, the place of abiding. There is a secret place, you know, Remember David Ingalls, many years ago, wrote the song, Into the chamber, be free, Holy Spirit. Speak through me gently as I close the door. You have to close the door. (laughs) Heavenly lover, let thy presence cover. Shekinah unending, 
is all I long for. Yeah. Along my path, the wine press falls heavy, bringing forth only the best of the wine. Your heart I covet, your will and purpose in to submit, I surrender this hour <laughs> into the chamber. Be free, Holy Spirit. Speak through me gently as I close the door. Heavenly lover, let thy presence cover. Shaina unending is all I long for. Did you ever know? No, Jerry Zirkel. Yes, very He was well. the very first, my, he was my pastor. Uh, 1990, I moved and heard this funny man singing songs on the, the, the radio. Yeah. And, uh, With the guitar. yeah. This is our finest hour <laughs> for every twang field is light, right? Right. And the spirit of the living God is on us to bind up broken hearts to cause the blind to see this is our finest hour to set them free you know these let's not be discouraged by the enemies of life and thought try to tell us we can't win remember God is able and willing to perform his work beginning to the end. This is our finest hour for every field light and the spirit of the living God is on us to bind up broken hearts to cause the blind to see. This is our finest hour to see Set them be. Hallelujah. Now, there's another verse. Harvest now is ready, yet workers are so few. And there are who yet have never heard. I know I'm going, I'm bringing you way back. <laughs> Let's just keep on doing what God tells us to do. Living in and giving out his word. Amen. That's all we want to do. Your whole family is coming in. One of them. God promised you that long ago. But don't look at the present. Trust God. Even the two knuckleheads are coming in. Because he's God. Good thing he's God. He's, he's got he's to get us past the finish line. I don't know... I, I didn't, I don't even, why, uh, hello, I'm Maurice, what's your name? Marta. Marta, Marta, are you, where are you from? Hungry. Hungry. I'm hungry on my mother's, uh, you know, we were very hungry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, good. Well, so you're from, uh, you, you're from Hungary? No, I'm from another communist country, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad there's just one of her yeah. here. 
How did you get up here? I, and then not you, because you were, you, you, how do you know, how do you know that, that those, those, that's David Ingalls, a long time yes, ago, yeah. And we used to live in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And that's, uh, I actually had, uh, I was, uh, I'm having fun, is that alright? <laughs> I'm the TBN station manager in Oregon. That's how I met you, and we saw you, and you were on TBN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dave Roberson yes. there. Yes. He ordained me. I, I listened at every single... Good I prayed in tongues more than ye all. <laughs> <laughs> well, after Dave lands on you. <laughs> oh, he yes. did, yeah. I mean, and, he's uh, very much so a, a part of my foundation. Our Bible school was really 15 minutes of every morning... Uh, Melon Hickey, Brother Copeland, Brother Hagen, and Charles Capps. Fifteen minutes every morning. And that's how we learned the word of faith. Well, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm a hybrid. Believe yeah. it or not. I, I mean, depending on where I am, I, I can, you know, it's, I, I, it's, but, but I've been in the, it's, it's nice to meet you. Mother. Nice to meet you. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you need? Any? Yeah. All is well. Yeah, all tuned up. It's I'm all right. Just hungry for more. Because hungry because you're from Hungary. Well, yeah. we're missionaries back in Hungary. I am Hungarian on my mother's side in Lithuanian, and on the Ukrainian on my father's side. And so this is good violin. I'm telling. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. Make make music, darling. And my father say, you will practice and you will like it. Yeah. We have ways. Yeah. You will like it. <laughs> he was extremely encouraging. <laughs> Hallelujah. My goodness, I got off into always, always land. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to... I actually want to something on just about 10 minutes and just in the, and I want to show you. Well, turn, if you can, turn to Luke 21. And I want to show you something. Chapter 21. And if you look at the first, uh, thing you Yeshua says, he's answering a question. It's uh, after the poor widow, he rags, rags on the poor widow because she isn't poor. When she gave everything she had, she was an extremely wealthy woman. But, but then uh, Yeshua said, look at all these, they were looking at the temple and he says in the uh, Oh, in a few years, this is all going to be rubble. One thing, it's, it's going down. Verse 6. Okay, verse 5. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said... As for these things, which ye behold, 
The days will come in the which there shall not be left one stone upon it that shall not be thrown down. That happened in 70 AD with Titus and the Roman legions. And did you know slaughtered a million Jews? And we were scattered all the way to Louisiana. Ooh-wee. When God done dispersed to Judah, Louisiana, that don't be the end of the earth for sure, I guarantee. Yeah. Down in the bayou with them alligators and the crawfish. <laughs> that is the ends of the earth. But even from there, if you cry out to me, I will, I'll gather you, I'll bring you back. That's a sign of the times, how close we are. Oh my goodness. So they, temple, seven, verse seven. And they asked him saying, master. So he asked three questions. When shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? Actually, there's three questions. And, you know, what they're really asking is the very last question that they asked Yeshua before he, Jesus, before he, he ascended. And we were so quick to go to, you know, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost goes. But we, the last question, don't, they know he's going, he's going. And this is real important for the disciples. The last question, you wouldn't say, well, gee, what's the temperature? You know, no, he says, well, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And we just go right past. But you know, the kingdom shall be restored to Israel. The Bible says so. What does that mean? Well, it, it doesn't, it means literally God means what he says. He is going to restore the kingdom to Israel. What kingdom? David's kingdom. The Davidic kingdom. What gives just the divine son of God, the right to return to earth and reign. Not that he's the son of God, but he's the son of David, who was the son of Abraham. See, the Bible, the Bible is complete and whole, and we need all of it. And the one thing I love the most about God is he always wins. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it's just Gideon's 300. Uh, I, you know, and Samson's jawbone of his mother-in-law. I mean, donkey. Uh, slayed a thousand. There it is. It doesn't matter. If God says it's thus and so, it's thus and so. All right. So will you time restore the kingdom? But he says first. So now they, they, as Jews, they were raised understanding Messiah is going to come. And when the Messiah comes, then we enter a time called the Olam Haba. The Olam Haba is the world to come. You want to read all about that? The promises, the whole end of the book of Isaiah was not written to the church. That doesn't mean that it... Now, 
thank God, he wanted a big family, so he then. Isn't that wonderful? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him shouldn't perish, but receive eternal life. Yes, There's a real paradox. First century church, not one, not one swine-eating Gentile in the bunch. Forgive me. Not one, not one, all Jewish. And then God starts saving and everybody. And it took three open visions, Peter, you know, about food and all this stuff. It wasn't about food, it was about So they had, it was, it, what do we do? What do we do with these Gentiles that are getting turned again? What are we going to do? So they had to have a whole council, Acts chapter 15, you know, and everybody's, what do we do? Do we make them Jews? We circumcise them? What do we do? So it's a big, what do we do with these Gentiles? And, and well, yes, they received the Holy Spirit. All right. God's so merciful. Hallelujah. You know, if you want the mercy of God in history, church history, or just history, uh, you know, they went from Attila the Hun, you know, <laughs> to oh yes yes <laughs> only God could do such a thing <laughs> so the point is oh so 2,000 years later has been at the helm and they've done all they can. You know, the worst anti-Semitism of all has been Christian anti-Semitism done in the name of Jesus. And so you wonder why they're beating your door down wanting your Jesus. Well, read some history. Read history. My father, who finally met Made it in, praise Hallelujah. He said he knew too much history. And see, you need to, there's a book, if you want to find out about that, there's a book by Dr. Michael Brown called Our Hands Stained with Blood. The Tragic History of the Church and the Jews. Like in 1200 when the Crusaders locked all the Jews into the, the synagogue in Jerusalem, marched around singing hymns and burned them alive. What about that? Praising God while they're doing it. Yeah. John Chrysostom, you know. Now he was a great saint of God, but see this thing called replacement. Placement is, is awful. 
because it's not true. You didn't swallow us up. You got to be alongside. Big difference. So, a thousand years later, hippie generation, you know, Jerusalem, 67, taken back or given by God for the first time in 3,000 years. You, you know, if you, if you knew the Bible, that should sound an alarm. God, we're getting close. 48, the nation was born in a day. I mean, literal dry bones. Wake up. Okay, church. People get ready. I'm coming. This is coming out different than I am. Is that all right? I love you. I'm a word man. You know, it took God. I went backwards into the into my heritage because I I was just a born again Tulsanian faith flag flying Christian. And I was just totally secular, you know. I mean, as Dave said, if if I could have. Could have, I would have made it. I'd have wear, worn the flag, made underwear out of it. You know, like they do in Utah. You know, they have <laughs> special underwear or something. I don't know what that is, but so I mean, I gung ho. You're Jewish. Get behind. There's something in that. Okay. Now, I love you, but I wouldn't go to hell for you. But Paul said that he would, if it bring Israel back to God, he would, he would forfeit his eternal salvation for it. Now, I think Paul meant what he said. He didn't just say, oh yeah, you know, that's Romans 9 through 11, you know. You can't get that out of the Bible. And the thing about it is this. We have the opposite problem 2,000 years later. So all these, 97, something happened. All these Jewish teenagers started getting saved. And every one of them, they weren't looking. You know, one time I was giving my testimony somewhere. Maybe it was Utah. I don't know. Idaho. You're right. You know, Catherine Coleman used to go. She she was she had some great meetings up there. You know, and then I think it was Ralph Wilkerson, and the yeah Ralph Wilkerson brought her, brought her to Melody Land. Yeah. Um, so where was I? Two thousand years later, all these teenagers start getting saved, like. Maury, Sklar, God came looking for me. I was giving my testimony. Yes, that's where I was. And I was, I got to the part where, you know, I, I, I said, I, I found Jesus, you know, and I was going, I found, and I literally felt this. Like, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, uh, 
I've been here the whole time. You didn't find me. I went and found you. I wasn't the one you were. <laughs> so, I, so I don't say I found Jesus anymore. Well, I did find, but he found me. He came and found me. He rescued me. He rescued me. Remember that? Wow. When, when I was a sinner serving sin, God down his mighty hand and he rescued me. He rescued me. I'm done. Da 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 da. Skadoobie-doo. <laughs> All right. So I'm giving, well, that happened to a, this whole generation, not only the Jesus movement, but something called Messianic Judaism was born. So there was a problem. The church had a problem because all these, with the hippies would come in, that was hard enough. I mean, that was pretty hard. They smelled bad, they had long hair, they, you know, whatever. And so that was hard on them. But then there was another problem. Jews, they, I mean, they could be Hari Hari Krishna, you know, whatever, any Kafak religion you could possibly imagine. They're still there in LA. I mean, you know, they're hungry, spiritually. The Zoroastrianism, whatever, you know. And these, these, these Jews come in, they get saved, and suddenly, up pops their Jewishness. So we had the opposite problem 2,000 years later. These, just be a nice Baptist. <laughs> Conform! Square peg, round hole, won't fit. Totally. We, we sort of. But watch what happens when the blessing of God falls like Benjamin five more because on, on them in the last days and watch the jealousy of religious spirits emerge. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Like Brother Copeland says, you haven't seen persecution until God starts really prospering you. Because <laughs> when you don't have anything, everybody, oh, sweet. Isn't that true? I don't know where I'm, I, dear Lord, I want to play. Yes. God is restoring the elder brother. Who's the elder brother? Remember the prodigal son? The prodigal son is all about the prodigal. Yes, God's the prodigal. Only place God ran in the Bible that I can find is to restore his son that wound up in the pig pen. He ran to him, restored him. We rejoice over that. What about the other son? Did everything right? But he, neither one of them 
knew the Father. Mm. Neither one. That's the that's fallen man, Jew and Gentile. What about the elder brother? He was talking to the Pharisees, and as Clinton Utterbach used to say, and the Sadducees, they were sad, you see. <laughs> that's and everybody got that it's about it's about the older brother. That's what that parable is about. So the whole end of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 40 through 66, starts with, Comfort ye, comfort ye, speak unto the Southern Baptist. Oh, no. Speak unto who? Jerusalem. Israel. Judah. Benjamin. Do you think God just put a white out on that? You know? No. That's who he's talking to. That's who he's talking to. The whole end of Isaiah is about the restoration of the older brother. Restoration of the first covenant people. And so I'm here to pronounce to you, we didn't get into your deal. You got into our deal. (laughs) We were here first. (laughs) That doesn't mean, see, see that that's not a matter of, oh, well, who am I? Well, you're, you're the one that God found and brought back and you're my son, you're my daughter, you're, you, it's like adopted natural. You love the adopted children as much as the natural. But Ephesians said, you had no covenant, you had hope, you had nothing. And a rabbi once said, before, of course, you were born, but a rabbi once said, that yes sir I need to play yes I'll do that mm. his glory is here Amen. so the church had exactly the opposite problem what do we do the fig tree began to bud and it began to blossom. Why? The kingdom is coming. That's the number one sign that people get ready. Jesus is coming. And so God said, your calling is to get my people ready. And the last, remember Oral Roberts had a vision yeah. right before he passed? And uh, God told him, the church, I'm coming. The church isn't ready and Israel isn't ready. Well, you know, one thing about God is he always wins. And so yeah. he's going to get, them, get us ready. Amen. But we've got to wake up. So I'd have to get to Luke 21. Then I'm going to...
long. All right. No, I didn't. I, I did what he, yes. Let's look here at this scripture, verse 34 through verse 36. He talks in this chapter, and you can meditate it like I did until my meditator like fall out on the ground, as Dave Roberson said years ago. It's all the things that are happening right now. Birth pain, judgment. Earthquakes, disasters, fear, man-made wars, rumors of wars, perplexities, sea and waves foaming and roaring. What? Like, like uh, your pastor said, of course, I, I finally turned off the news. I watch the Victory Channel every once in a while, but... I, I don't even watch that much. I know what's going on, but I'm not of this. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. So I've got, I'm, I've already set, I've already invested heavily in the Olam Haba. I've got it all to come. Praise the Lord. I'm a very wealthy man. You just can't quite see it yet. Not in that way. All right. So all these things. And then he says here, Signs in the sun and moon, days of vengeance, all this coming. The world is not going to get better. And there are so-called prophets. I don't think they're prophets. I think they're losses because they're deception. The number one thing is deception. That's what he said first. Take heed, verse 8, that know that ye not deceive. Deception. It's, it's crazy. Counterfeits. Deception. For many shall come in my name saying I am Messiah. Now there were over 40 false messiahs in Jewish history. Yeah. But they, they, but then that was literally fulfilled. But I believe there, well, he's talking about this last days now, this time. And he says that, he says that many come saying I am anointed with the true message from heaven. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of teaching that is not the people having experiences, excuse me, visions. The problem is if it doesn't line up, it, they've from the Bible. When you depart from the Bible, then you can get into a fairy tale world like utopia hundred years. And I don't care if what color hair you have, pink or otherwise, but you know, there's some people that seem to have it and they just go to heaven like yeah. like every yeah. every Tuesday, three o'clock, you know, and then Thursday, and then oh yeah, God walked through the came in my room, and then they start saying things that ain't there. So guess what? <laughs> That's called deception. Don't listen to people like that. And the, he says, I am Messiah. Time draweth near. About the times of the end. Go ye not therefore after them. Wars and commotion. Alright. What do we do? Jesus, what do we do? It's, it's, it's good. Oh my God. It's the end. It's the end. Should I be chicken little and put my head in the sand? 
up into the mountains and eat tribulation food and wait for the end. <laughs> well, thank God, Yeshua will never give you. I feel like I feel like Pastor Dave now. I'm in that flow. It feels good. I like this teaching. This is a wonderful teaching ministry. I mean, anointing here. All right, he says, <laughs> and finally, what do I do? Well, Yeshua will never give you. Jesus will never give you a problem without giving you the solution. He's the greatest teacher of them all. So I'm going to finish then. I'm going to play for you. If, if you, was it, Brother Hagen? Are you still there or are you gone home? <laughs> well, there weren't any there in the first place. So <laughs> there's a whole lot of people that stayed home, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I, are you on the live stream? Yeah. Oh, everybody on live stream. I think I put, I'm putting it up too. Hello, everybody. Bait Rafa. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Verse 34. Four, thank God, if he identifies the poison, he's going to give you the antidote. So this is it. What are we going to do? It's going to, it's going to be awful in the end. Oh, what are we going to do? All right. Here it is. And take heed to yourselves. See, you've got one big problem. Your biggest problem is me, myself, and not you. It's you. You, me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. All right. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that, so what? That day, that day, what day? The day of the Lord, the seventh day. We're coming into, that's the millennium, that the day of the Lord starts awful because God has to clean all the mess up and, right. and remove evil from the world and judge. He, he come to judge. <laughs> judge of, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And so that day come if you overcharged. What if you overcharge your credit card? What happens? You, Get overcharged. Yeah. Yeah. I never said that before. So that day come upon you unawares, unawares. Yeah. Now, what is it that you got to watch out for? That you're born again, seated in heavenly places, spirit man. That's drowned out by. Surfing, that's overeating, indulging the appetites of the flesh until it's overcharged where you, you get dull and you can't hear God and he's shouting. It's like Horton hears the who, you know. Hello! <laughs> and you can't hear. Drunkenness, we know what this is. And cares of this life. What am I going to do? You whistle like the seven dwarves and you sing, I O, I O, it's off to work I go. 
serving Babylon. You're serving money. 98% of the church is serving money. Did you know that? Not 95, something like that. Called Laodicean Church. Well, I love it. It's hard for me to get out of it. That's the problem. No, it's very good. This is good stuff, though. Say, it's good stuff. stuff. I'm awake. Okay. Now, here it is. Here it is. Get ready. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Ta-da. Here it is. Verse 35. Behold, the antidote cometh. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. What? Deception, darkness, snare, trap, deception, delusion. God sends the world because didn't receive the love of the truth. says, I'll send you the strong delusion that you will believe the lie. What's the lie? The lie was what was sown in the Garden of Eden. Thou shalt be as gods, knowing good and evil. Right. Here it is. Watch ye therefore and pray. Brother Hagen says, I, 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 I keep my eyes open because it says watch and pray. I think that's funny. Watch ye therefore and pray always. There's the antidote. That's it. How do I pray? How to pray? I don't know what to pray. So God moved in with his own language and said, just, I'll do it. Just, just give me your mouth. Pray always. That's not sometime. That's always. That, what do you pray? What do we pray? What do we pray? That ye may be accounted worthy to escape. Now you can do a big, big word study on that word escape. And all the Greek and all the woost and the weeks and the strongs and weeks and the whatever. Every, you do a word study on that. You know what it comes out to? It means escape doesn't mean anything except escape. Escape means get out. <laughs> now, we pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape. Well, that means that there's something that we have to do to be worthy to escape. It's not autom- It's not automatic. All these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. All right, now, He's able to make you the last promise, Jude. Last promise in the last. He's able to keep us, present us faultless because of the blood of the Lamb. Standing before Him, He's able to keep us and present us. But if we don't listen to the Holy Spirit, you won't present Him before the high court of heaven. And you know what will happen? I'm hearing a lot of people say, I've been 
into heaven or out of the throne room. But there's no mark on them. I've been to the throne room. And you know what one will not do? When you get to heaven throne room, you won't be a gum-smacking teenager with a miniskirt going, I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. You know what will happen to you, dear, blood-washed little baby? You know what will happen to you? You will fall on your face. And you instantly get a revelation that he's God and I'm not. He is holy. He is holy. He is holy. Holy. Thank you, Jesus. So, in order to qualify to be of this beautiful lady and bride that will be presented, there's something we have to do, which is watch and pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So, I can tell you for sure, God is holy and love. But this isn't, doesn't say love Bible. Now, the Beatles sang that, right? Love, love, love. All we need is love. No, they don't sing that in heaven. They cry, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty heaven are filled with his glory. Hallelujah. He wants you to stand before him. And you know, the greatest reward, the most coveted, the most most coveted thing. I'm trying to make you rich. Really rich. God wants you rich. Yeah. Yeah. True riches though. What is that? The smile of Jesus. And he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You've suffered with me. Now you'll reign with me. One time uh, I had uh, the Lord spoke to me and said my ministers are trying they're building empires and reigning as kings down here. But I never said to build an empire. Darth Vader built the galactic empire. You know, yeah. God doesn't want you to build an empire. He wants you to build his kingdom. He says, if you suffer with me, if you serve me, you it's not about becoming a better you. You can make it. You can make it. Yes, you can make it. God wants you to make it. But it's not about that. Jesus said, if any man will follow me, 
You want her life? I want to find my life. Well, church isn't supposed to be therapy. To get you through to Wednesday. And then you got Wednesday through to Sunday. Please, give me something. Well, you know what? There's only one way out. That's to die. He said, you want to find your life? Lose it. Dead men walk. You know, I walk the line. I walk the line. Yeah. We've got to let thy will be done. Not, it's not about me, 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 me. You know, the Laodicean church has three confessions that they say. You say, you say, Revelation chapter three, read all about it. Laodicea, you, I, am rich and increase with goods and I have I have need of nothing. Right? And I there's another I three eyes and you don't know your spiritual bankruptcy. He said, but you are wretched, poor, blind, miserable, and naked. Therefore I counsel, thank God at least we, he counsels us. What do I do? What do I do? There's a total lack of awareness. It's obviously, the way God sees things is different than the way the world does. <laughs> We're so conformed to the world, we don't... I'm not talking about you here, please. I, I mean, whatever. You and I, we're perfect, I know. Yes. It's just everybody... Thank the Lord. Yes, thank the Lord, yes. So glad. <laughs> Hallelujah. He wants you. Jesus will wants to live through you completely. That means he must increase, I must decrease. So the three confessions. Oh, I turned right to it. There you go. That's quick. Praise the Lord. He says, because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing. I'm rich, I'm increased with goods, I have need of nothing. Paul mm. Feckman, who was a father to me, uh, ill, uh, spiritually, he, he said, the unholy trinity is me, myself, and I. This is the me, 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 me. It's all about me, 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 me. You know, and worship leaders get up, you know. They get up and blinkers are on. Look at me, look at me, look at me, me, me. It's all about me. Well, that's a reflection, a reflection of the state of love. And, and you know, there's there's... There's a, it's like a nightclub or disco, you know, turn the lights down, turn the lights down low, you know. Well, you know, and it's a, 
telling you something. That ain't right. It's like the the man from West Texas that came to a, a classical or something. I was in somewhere in West Texas and it, uh, West Texas State University. It was I was in New York doing a recital and uh, and this man came up and said, "Boy, I work hard for a living. You understand?" and uh, I'm tired at night. My wife, Agnes, drags me to all these. I gotta go to the opera. And ever since we discovered oil and gas on my land, you know. And so she, she loves this stuff. So I just go with her. I, I, and I'm, I'm out. And she's, Dwayne, will you wake up? Will you wake up? But boy, me he went, I went, ah! No, no, <laughs> my hand. He said, boy, you kept me up all, all night. It ain't never happened to me before. But there's one place where I draw the line. Them men pressing around and them just ain't right. <laughs> and my accompanist, my, the pianist, was over on the floor, he was, and and Dwayne's wife Agnes was had so many jewels on her, she looked like a chandelier. <laughs> so I think I'm done now with that. Should I? Do I need to stop, or should I? Can I play for you? It's all right. But we don't want to offend the multitudes, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I will. But I love your preaching. I love it all. We, you know, we should. We need to fill this place up. I, I know you do. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Where have all the people gone? <laughs> Help us, Lord. They're what? I was having. Having fun though. You know, sometimes I, I have these prophetic messages and everybody's, you know, scowling and you know, frowning and then I play the violin and suddenly they forget all about it. They think, Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Finally. You know, I looked all through the Bible for go into all the world and play the violin. <laughs> it's not there. Try to turn this off and, and, and see. We didn't have a sound check because we got here late. Um, yeah, let's try this.
uh, just take a little high out of the top. That bring the well. I know it's a very sophisticated system, but that's fine. All right. Sometimes I've got this voluptuous Italian soprano. And some, but she's kind of nuts, so sometimes she'll play things like Pop Goes the Weasel and Orange Blossom Special. And you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungarian. Yeah. All right. I want to play for you the Hava Nagila. This is uh, this three Israeli happy songs. You know, you got to really look for the happy song because all we do is kvetch and cry. Oy, oy, oy. That's why God made all these Jewish comedians. Please, would you make me laugh, James? I'm going to create a Seinfeld. <laughs> Never mind. All right, so this is Havan Nagila, Israel, and these are, and Havenu Shalom Elachem. This is from a, a store of Rejoice, O Israel. Go ahead. Where is my
Hallelujah. Yeah. There's some sort of delay. I, I don't know what it is. Lord, heal the sound system. Thank you. Um, I'd like to play for you the theme from the movie Exodus. This land is my land. It belongs to me. Walk with me.
Praise the Lord. Just lift your hands up and worship, for He is worthy. I love you, Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This is a classical piece. And since it's springtime, it's appropriate. This is the first moment of spring from the Four Seasons by Vivaldi.
Praise God. I'd like to, to play a, a short piece for you by uh, another classical composer, and it's from an opera um, by Jules Massenet, a composer, and it depicts a moment when the the heroine of the gets saved again, falls on her knees, and then this is called Meditation, the opera's Thais. It became a lot more famous, this violin piece, than the, the opera that came from, but uh, it's, it's uh, I think this, that, that beautiful moment, we're born again. Hallelujah.
<laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. To God be the glory. Why don't we do a why don't we do a, a worship song? You want to do something together? That's just another Hagen, you know, whatever. Whatever, you know what, I'll just, whatever you want. I.
Shalom. God bless you. Hallelujah. Did you enjoy today? I was having a wonderful time. God bless you.